0: Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a
1: part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness
0: racing identity, Daniel Hibbert, on 1FM and Radio. Welcome to Square Gators. Like I said, heading into the sponsor's break. It's another big... Autumn day of racing, of course. Flemington today, we've got the Blamey Stakes, the Australian Guineas at Randwick. they got their guineas as well. The Wangaratta Cup is on today. If you want to go locally there, um, I like the T.O. Nugent uh, man and we'll talk about that in a minute for T.O. Nugent. Nugent. We've got eight races at Melton. Menangle's got the miracle mile. They've even got a derby in New Zealand internationally. It's happening everywhere. Dan Hibbard's calling at the Sheppard and Greyhounds tonight. First to twelve gets underway at three minutes to six o'clock. Heard him calling at Bendigo last night or during the afternoon. And then heard him at Sandown as well. I think he was at Bendigo Wednesday night as well. Dan, what a big day in racing
1: big day big saturday afternoon good morning stats it's uh it is a uh, yeah one of those uh big big race days of the year and all uh all different all three codes essentially but particularly the uh the gallops and the and the harness and uh the from a harness perspective it's uh one of the uh i guess it's one of the grand slam races i guess you could call it in the miracle mile it's the one every a lot of people most people would love to win and um there's plenty of uh plenty of intrigue about that race in particular with uh, captain ravishing uh, going around but uh, we do have a bit of a a local flavor in that race as well so we'll get onto that a little bit later as, uh, as well yeah dan and you've had a pretty
0: big week yourself you've been at bendigo you've been at Sandown, of course you're the regular caller there now on a thursday evening and uh, of course again at bendigo on friday uh
1: yeah, you, you must be becoming the Lord Mayor of Bendigo pretty uh, shortly. <laughs> Travels, travelling in there every uh, Wednesday and Friday. and That's going to ha- keep happening for the rest of this month. That's that's for sure. But yeah, I'm uh, no, loving it over there at Bendigo. It's uh, it's a really good club, and they, and their big carnival really kicks off in the next couple of weeks as well. They've got uh, their Easter carnival um, starting off very soon. Uh, they uh, cater for all. Uh, grades of racing over there uh, across the carnival. They've got the their biggest uh, the big events, the maiden series, the the um the Gold Rush maiden series, but they uh, cater for the stayers and the uh, the the less ranked horses, uh, less ranked dogs as well. So it's uh, it's a great carnival. Looking forward to that, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, and looking forward to the racing at Sandown over the next few weeks as well. We've got the launching pad, uh, kicking off, which was won by Wow She's Fast last year. So. Uh, it's going to be uh, yeah busy times and uh, yeah busy times in the harness locally as well.
0: And locally, we've got the Wangaratta Cup in the Gallops, and we'll talk about that a little later. But you're calling it Shepherd and Dogs tonight. Just give that a bit of a shout out, of course. For RSN, first gets underway at three
1: minutes to six o'clock. And yeah, it's um, a massive night there tonight at uh, at uh, Shepherd. They've got two big races, two of their big races of the year. They've got the Matchmaker uh, for the girls and the. Um, uh, the Shepherd and Classic for the boys, and the the Classic is probably one of the big races, probably of the of the night in terms of greyhound racing across the country. Uh, we get to see uh, rejuvenate the uh, star um, g- a generational talent. They're calling him. He's, he went an amazing time on Monday night in the heats, uh, and he's going to be uh, he's well worth watching. And uh, if people want to get along tonight to see him go around, that'll be uh, it'll be well worth it. And I understand they've got Palmer Night out there as well, so uh, you right. can get decent. Uh, decent range of uh Palmer, good
0: food out there at the Dogs. tonight
1: so that might be that might entice a few people to even go there if as you well. don't
0: want to go out and have a bet you want to go somewhere for tea mm. get out to the Shepherd and Greyhounds it's good feed. or
1: it's even do feed. it at the harness racing yeah. as well yep they all do a good job out there with uh, the catering it's uh, fantastic stuff no worries, Dan. Let's have a look at the week that was locally in harness racing. Yeah, so we'll go back to last Saturday night at uh, at Manangle, and uh, the Allied Express Sprint was won by Onalua Bay. Emma Stewart obviously trains, but Dave Moran uh, made the trek up and and drove uh, drove the horse and and got the job done, qualifying for the uh, the Miracle Mile this week. One forty nine point three. Look, he's just in a, a rarefied air at the moment. A hunter cup, uh, backed up by winning a, another a Group Two event last week. Uh, and he's going to be something uh, the, uh, something licked if he gets beat in the Miracle Mile tonight because it's going to take a really good one to beat him. He's just going so well. I've obviously come down to, to luck tonight, but uh, he's just racing so well. It was uh, another superb win up there at, uh, at, Mel- at Menangle uh, last Saturday night. Uh, the Next, we go to Maryborough on, on Monday afternoon. A couple of uh, good results there from a local perspective. Thomas Royal won for Mark Thompson. Ellen Tormy took the drive. It Was uh, an even money favourite. Uh, led all the way. They didn't go quick time. They only went two three point two. So uh, got away with uh, a sixty five nine first half of the mile. Only one by a head, but. Uh, I guess when you're running those slow sections out in front, it doesn't uh, doesn't matter too much. They did rip home in a pretty fast last half, but Thomas Royal a winner there for Mark Thompson. And the other winner on the card was uh, at, in the very last race uh, for Gary Peakin. Cresco three-peat won the up to 43 rating event. Uh, was able to score a, a narrow victory. Um, $4 it paid, 159.3. It's very uh, difficult horse, I think, to drive in the sense that you've got to really urge him along. He's Uh, A bit one pace, but he just keeps whacking away. Um, The slowest quarter of the, or sorry, they went 31-2 the last quarter in that race after a 28-5 third quarter. Uh, They had gone pretty hard out of the gate, but he just kept whacking away, got the job done, and uh, gets another win on the board for Pico. The next one was uh, the meeting at Cobram on Wednesday, an eight-race card up on the river, and Shazadelli won the first for Craig Turnbull. Uh, Did a couple of things wrong, but was still able to score. 157.4, beating Listen to My Heart and I See Filter." Do Don't Think for the Hawthorne supporters won the next for Mark Watson and James Herbertson. Uh, $3.30 it was the favourite and went 159.7. Just a narrow victory, but got the job done over in Clement and Ollie Oddpots. Yoey won the trot for the O'Donoghue-Bartley combination, Beck taking the drive. Uh, was slow to go, but was still too good and braced away for a 15 metre victory. Four dollars and two 1.8 was the mile rate there. I'm no pet was a winner for Ben Yole James Herbertson was the fave at 33057 was the mile rate. Got to the front and was just able to hold them all at bay up the straight. The Golden Cross was uh, a good winner for Wayne Anderson. Nathan Jack took the drive. Uh, six bucks it paid, leading all the way. 159.6. Uh, just got away with, uh, some even fractions out in front. Just kept going the same bat pretty much the whole way, but was too strong. The six race was won for uh, Dave Moran with Viking leading all of the way. Did a little bit of work early, but once it found the front, it was uh, classes above what it was against. The three-year-old uh, by Rock and Roll Heaven and uh, was able to score a 12 metre win, 157.4. Bubba Scrub was a, a strong winner for James McPherson. Adelise Scott took the claiming drive leading all the way $3.10 156.8 really quick time over the 2170 that's not often that they go much quicker than that and the last was won by diamond eclipse an upset result for john newbury it uh, worked forward got to the breeze and it was too tough 157.4 was the mile rate and $41 on the fixed odds. A massive result there for the locals if they manage to latch onto some of that uh, nice uh, value there. So well done to the Newberries on the win of Diamond Eclipse. They're having a good run at the moment. We then headed up to Wagga yesterday. A couple of locals made the trip up. And uh, Nathan Jack's training captain's queen. And Dave Moran took the drive on this one, leading all the way. Uh, well, I shouldn't say leading all the way, it did a little bit of work to find the lead but got to the front eventually it went 153.3 over the sprint trip, dollar forty favourite uh, certainly a very nice type of horse who uh, is uh, certainly racing uh, better than what class it was in yesterday, it's 150,000, 9 from 18 in its career so uh, it was certainly uh, well and truly above some of those and the other winner on the card was another winner for Dave Moran who's a lot of miles in the uh, in the car, I'd imagine, over the last little bit. Rock and Roll Gig was a very short price favourite, but did win the last race on the card, 158.1, and uh, was able to work forward, find the lead, and prove too strong. So, a little bit of a condensed wrap up there. There was uh, obviously that good meeting at Cobram uh, during the week, but uh, a uh, a nice uh, range of winners uh, from some very short price favourites, some very rough results as well. Uh, but uh, some good winners, nonetheless. And we've got racing again at Shepherd on uh, on Tuesday night. Got Tuesday tw- night, twelve race cards. First race kicks off at uh, four seventeen, uh, which is good. I think they've uh, consciously made that decision now to start the big night, uh, the big race nights, in terms of the number of races. Uh, I might find myself out there yet. Yeah. So they they start them early. Twelve race cards. They if they start them any later than that, you're finishing it around eleven o'clock, eleven thirty um they don't tend to run to eleven thirty, but certainly 11 o'clock and that's late enough particularly if they're traveling and they've made that decision with the, the meetings at mildura in particular to bring them forward a little bit uh because they've always got 12 races up there because of the number of horses that go around but uh, they brought the meeting forward, so a 4.17 start. The last is still at 10.25, so it's a pretty long day regardless. Mm, yeah. But uh, just certainly not that uh, later finish as uh, we sometimes get. But that's a really strong card at, uh, at Shep on, uh, on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, big fields in most of the races, so certainly worth uh, heading out to the postway next week. And if
0: you're doing nothing and you just want to have a meal and watch the trots, not have a bet, just go and watch yep. the trots. I recommend the lasagna at Shepherd and Arms.
1: Very good, very good idea, very good idea. No
0: worries, Dan. We'll go to a sponsors' break. Coming out the other side, my favourite part of the week, where we find a winner. Are we going to Melton this we'll evening. Go to
1: Melton this evening for the uh, the and the and the multi, but we'll certainly have a look at uh, the, the, meeting the big meeting at an angle. Yep, uh, and then everything else that's going on in racing as well this uh, this fine Saturday.
0: No worries, back shortly. Tying the knot, you must consider the Shepherd and Golf Club for your most special day. The and Golf Club offers a unique first-class experience that will help create lifelong-lasting memories for you and your guests in a relaxing setting that boasts picturesque views and natural beauty. Our experienced team of professionals will take you through the process of designing your food and beverage selections, providing you a stress-free experience so that you can concentrate on the love and joy that brings you together. Visit ShepherdandGolf.net.au or call us on 5821 2717. 1FM's sponsor.
1: SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Golden Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on one 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829, or visit www.sdptax.com. One FM sponsor. Shepparton Scooters and Mobility Service, the entire Goulburn Valley. Come and visit our showroom at 6 Penella Road, Shepparton, and view our range of products that covers all areas of assistive technology providing you and your loved ones with a one stop shop for all your needs from daily living, powered mobility devices or home modifications We stock a large range of mobility scooters, walker aids, lift beds, chairs, mattresses, personal aid equipment, skin care and incontinence products. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website sheppertonscootersandmobility.com.au and mobility.com.au. 1FM Sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. You're in
0: Square Gators, my favourite time of the week here at 1FM 98.5, where we find the winner, bet within your means, and always gamble responsibly. Dan?
1: Tough meeting at Melton tonight. Uh, obviously, with a number of the uh, the local drivers uh, and uh, horses up at uh, Menangle, it uh, does make... Does, Draw away uh, some of the better ones, so it's a, it's a meeting that makes it uh, a little bit tricky in terms of only a of, little card at Melton, yeah, isn't eight, it? Yeah, the last couple have been eight race cards, and I th- I'm not sure what the, if that's if there's any uh, reason to it, but uh, potentially with uh, those, as I say, with those big races in Sydney and a lot of people going up there, um, it drags away some of the better drivers and so forth, and uh, and the better horses, to be fair as well. So. Um, the the multi tonight we, it's I found it tricky but I've gone with the first race race one number twelve Harania the local for Craig and Abby Turnbull I the the draw is the only sticking point for me and the first four races I found really difficult so I'm to try and find a couple of winners um, well, the first three in particular but the he this guy's going super well I uh, won three in a row uh, at Wagga and Shepparton, um back go, going back to September last year he was first up at Shepard at and, and won his last two runs have been in the four year old Bonanza where he was you know, beaten 30 metres into fifth behind Captain Ravishing and then second last time as an even money favourite behind Helliver and was only just beaten I think with a, 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 a bit of an easier trip I think he might be able to uh, get a nice card into the race uh, and I think he's Probably a better better than most of these. It draws the only sticking point, but I think he's a he's a nice horse. He's a very nice horse. He's won seventy eight thousand in stakes from nine wins. So I think he's um, decent enough value at the three fifty. He's been spected already, been three eighty into three fifty. So the first league's race one, number twelve. The second leg is race four, number two. C Silk for Emma Stewart and Zach Chappenden. Zach's come down from Queensland and uh, has kicked off with a. Uh, a great start to his uh, Victorian victorian He won the horsham cup uh during the uh, last weekend so uh, and he's a very good driver no question about that from queensland he's done a super job and now he's on some uh, some pretty good stock this guy c silks only had two starts in its career uh was third in the gold chalice last time out behind is this just fantasy and soho seraphin after running second to soho seraphin on debut uh, I, this race is certainly uh, a little bit easier Than what it's been racing I think it might be able to find the front If it does that I think it's going to be awfully hard to beat So the multi uh, We've gone race 1, number 12 Harania into race 4, number 2 C Silk It's around $8 uh, For that multi tonight You get about $8.30 Yeah up, so I, I like Harania at the uh the three fifty mark Or th- if you sort of It's just just appeals. Uh, the only concern is the draw, but I think it's got class on its sides, and I think that second one should be leading and should be winning.
0: I've had $2 on the win 16. Beautiful. Good just job. To have a bit
1: of fun. Yep. The Quaddy tonight is uh, a little bit uh, – well, I found it – I had to go d- I had to go wide. Um, I just. It, it's one of those ones where we're just going to have to take it for a fairly small percentage. Um, the first league of the qu- the Quaddy's raised five – at 834 and the numbers here there's six six of them 168 9 10 and 11 um super hard race um I I and that's why it was it's so hard to sort of narrow it down Finn Frost the favorite at 290 has had a couple of wins uh in its last f- uh, half a dozen runs but the fourth couple of fourths last time out I don't know whether the barrier suits it. it's just a tricky race I couldn't really narrow it down much uh, and hopefully we might be able to get a bit of value there. The second leg mu- uh, is not much better. Two, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, and 11. So I've taken six in the first and six in the second and thinking, how much is this gonna cost us? But uh, that second race, uh, second leg of the quaddy uh, another tricky affair, Imperial's Reason's obviously got the good draw, I do like Gillaby Willow, but it's drawn Barrier 7, it's had good support, and there's a couple of roughies that I think were the right sort of run, particularly off that second row, and that's why I've taken the 8, nine, ten, and the 11, I think they've all got a decent hope with the right sort of run, but uh, another tricky leg for the second leg of the quaddy. The third leg, this is where we go short, uh, one out in the third leg for number one, and that's Supreme Dominator. Um, he He's a very nice horse He's raced against a lot of uh, the elite company And they've all disappeared obviously up to Sydney um, He's had two runs back from a spell He was second to Bulletproof Boy And then didn't have a great deal of uh, luck last time out In uh, a race where they won 155-4 And Triple Eight got the job done I think the perfect draw He has won from a, a draw like this previously um, And I just think that the others um, I just don't think there's anything that would match him in his class at this point in time. Curly James, obviously the local a Cobham Cup winner, is going well. But I think with the aid of the draw, I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat. So I'm going to take him one out in the third leg. And the last leg of the quaddie, uh I've gone uh, two, seven, eight and nine in that last leg of the um, The uh, Anywhere Hugo gets a good draw. Sir Patrick was has been super in his two runs from a spell, even though the figure form doesn't suggest that golden sunset can certainly win with the right sort of trip and Marengo Bay's been racing awfully well as well but again that's a really tricky race so I think there's a, a fair chance that this court could pay uh, quite could pay uh, quite well um, this afternoon so uh, first league one six eight nine ten eleven second league two seven eight nine ten and 11 one, one out in the third league two seven eight nine for the uh, the last league of the quarter there and yeah, it's a very small percentage. I would have thought, but uh, you know, I might be able to turn uh, turn your five into a bit more than that. We'll
0: have a look, Dan, and see how much five dollars actually gives us. Gives you three percent
1: of it, Dan. Yeah, so, so I'm taking that. So I'm just uh, I'm trying to do the maths myself here. I'm just uh, so you're looking at about a hundred and thirty-six for. So you're looking at about hundred and fifty for a hundred percent. So yeah, uh, it's uh, it's not a ridiculous amount, but it's obviously you wouldn't expect to take it for a full unit. But yeah, well, five dollars does me three percent. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a good, a tricky quaddy there tonight. At, um at Melton. The the meeting at uh, Menangle is obviously. It's a sensational, card, and it's their big night of the year uh, up there at uh, Menangle tonight. You've got uh, the Derby, uh, you've got the Oaks, uh, you've got the uh, the Miracle Mile, and there's a heap of other finals on the card as well. And the Free for All is uh, the Free for Alls a super race, uh, considering the ones that didn't quite get into uh, the Miracle Mile. So we go to the Miracle Mile. Talking about that, the the big race tonight. Uh, Honolulu is the favourite after that big win last week. His last two runs have been sensational. He's $2.90, and I think that's a good price. I I suspect if they run him off the gate, he might just find the lead and be too good. Um, I can't imagine... Spirit of St. Louis was driven completely different to what he's normally driven uh, in the Hunter Cup. They wanted to keep the lead. He's normally driven better with a sit. So I'm not going expecting him to... Uh, want, to hand, uh, want to hold out anything. Hurricane Harley's probably the sticking point there. The other Emma Stewart runner, it does love this sort of trip and can fly the gate. So if it happened to get across Hurricane Harley, I don't think there's any doubt in the world that Onolua Bay is going to be the next to find the lead. Um, after that, Catch a Wave was out of this world, beating Captain Ravishing last week. Um, not many, if any, horses could do what he did. Uh, he's going to be awfully hard to beat, but I can't imagine that he's going to be able to sit parked uh, and beat a horse like on aua Bay uh, even if they are running flat out the whole way and of course the big question mark is captain ravishing what do you do with him um, he was uh, he was I think he was disappointing last week he he had he got to the lead uh, he did run along they still went 149 I know they've gone ridiculously quick time but you can't do what he did should he be in the field tonight well I I I think he should be on the on the on that X ex- factor. For thing. those
0: that don't know, he got discretionary powers into the yeah. Appeal. So
1: there's three. So there's the catch. You if you win the charity Fire, which is the four-year-old race, you are automatically in. And then the two qualify. There's the qualifying races from last week: the two sprints and the Newcastle Mile winner. So there's a number of races that sort of take up uh, the bulk of the spots. There's eight spots, uh, and then there's the discretionary powers of uh, the Menangle. Um, harness Racing Committee, who, in uh, their track record of uh, at selecting horses, I must say, is not great. Particularly if you go back to the uh, the late nineties when they invent, uh, invited Mannerville instead of of lot, but that's a story for another day. Look, he's probably got that X factor, and I understand why they've done it. <coughs> do I think he? <coughs> pardon me. Do I think he can win? I don't think he can win, given what he's he's um, if he does things wrong, like he hung in badly around that bottom of uh, the home turn last week which suggests either there's something not right with him or they need to straighten him up. Um, He's got so much high speed that you couldn't couldn't, uh, not have him in the race just for that X factor. Uh, There's no way in the world I'd be backing him, but certainly based on last week. If he had come out last week and won by 20 metres and gone ridiculous time, he'd say, "Okay, he's probably going to be awfully hard to beat. But he just does stuff wrong. He's still working it out. And uh, until he starts to, you know do it every week where he does everything right. You just can't trust him, I don't think. I think Ottawa Bay wins. I think he gets to the lead. Uh, and despite, you know, how quickly they might go, I think he's just all class and he uh, might give Salah a miracle mile. And uh, $2.90 to, to take him into that race is uh, is a pretty good price.
0: Yeah, I know what, I hear what you're saying, but I've got a friend of mine that's a SP sort of punter on starting price on the last start. He was $1.15 last start and he's all over it this evening.
1: Yep. Well, so he's at yeah. the four. T- he's out the four twenty, which is, you know, and he's drawn Barry. He's number nine, but he comes into barrier seven. But I, I just, I just can't trust him at the moment. I, I you know, fell into him before the Derby when he got uh, when the wall was on him, and I'm not doing that again. He just doesn't do everything you want of a, an absolute gun horse. He just does a few things wrong. Don't question. He's a he's a, a, a rare talent from his speed point of view, but he's got to do everything right. You can't afford to be doing things wrong at that level. The Derby, Dan? Derby's there? a good race. Um, we've got a, a bit of a Victorian flavour there with the, the Sandersons from over at Charlton. They've got two in the final. Uh, both owned by uh, the the Lowry Group over at Birchip. Um, Dangerous and Catalpa Rescue are the t- horses I'm speaking of. Um, Catalpa Rescue's probably got the, the better of Dangerous uh, over the last little while. I think Dangerous is a better horse. Uh, he was a super winner at Cobram as was catalpa rescue on Cup day at the start of the year uh, they're going to have their work cut out in the derby this week but uh, they're both decent enough price you can have a dollar each way and watch them go around I uh, hope Abby Sanderson is a great story well per and Ryan they're both driving in the group one they're only 17 and 19 years old so um, they're driving in the, the big race up there tonight good luck to them but uh, probably the favourite better be the best is going to be hard to toss as his ultimedeal. But uh, that derby will be a, a cracking final. Uh, it's race five on the card tonight. No worries, Dan.
0: We might go to Flemington and have a bit of a look. And, of course, we've got the Australian Guineas where Jack and O goes around his
1: favourite $2.30. That is race seven, number one. Hard to, hard to tip against him. He's going to be uh, awfully hard to beat. He's two runs back from a spell. Uh, have been uh, have been really good. He's a couple. Of, I think it was the first occasion he didn't look like he was going to win it, but he somehow managed to get the job done. So uh, against his own uh, own age group, he's going to be awfully hard to beat. And race eight, the Blamey, uh, looks to be a race in two, or is it uh,
0: race eight number one, Tuvalu, up against uh, the favourite race eight number four,
1: Gentleman Roy. Yeah, both of those uh, hard to tip against uh, tip against either of those. I think they're going to certainly fight the finish out. Tuvalu's second up, Gentleman Roy's third up. Gentleman Roy's been going very, very well. And uh, the Hayes camp, well, they're in fine form after last week. Flemington on a good fall. They're up to Ramwick today, and they got their Guineas
0: meeting as well today. The Canterbury Stakes as well. I like race seven, number two, Altari- Artorias.
1: Very nice horse. He um, he went to um, across to England. They put him in the... Uh, the big races over at Ascot across the carnival there, uh, and he he was commendable in both of those races. Didn't do too much uh, in France, but uh, he's he's all class. He might be a bit of a, he seems to be a bit of a non-winner, and there's only yep. one two of fourteen. And,
0: and you, you're going to have your heart. In your oh mouth, yeah, it, he's he's a very very good horse. He'll be screaming home like a teenager to Harry Styles
1: concert. Well, there's a lot of them about at the moment. Yeah. He's, so, <laughs> he might uh yeah, so he he's he might be hard to catch, but this today might be his day, that's for sure.
0: And uh, of course, I'll just say the shadow's got a tip in this too. Uh, race seven, number eleven, the golden mile, she likes, got eleven dollars in the pre-post now, five fifty. And in the guineas. Uh, cabin, do you trust it? Race eight, number three,
1: Dan, in the guineas up there at Randwick on a soft six today at Randwick. Oh, I think you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt from that last one, last run, I should say. Uh, soft ground, certainly going to help his cause. Um, yeah, two twenty. I think that's, that's about the right price. So forgive him for that last run. He's better than that. Uh, he should be going close. And at Wangaratta today, we've got the Wangaratta Cup. Uh
0: the first of eight gets underway at nine minutes to one o'clock. The Wang Cup itself gets underway at 24 minutes to five o'clock this evening. I like race seven number one man for Ma Eustace, T.O. Nugent, but it's got
1: its fair share of weight, though, uh, carrying 61 and a half. Big weight, but that's, it's all class, though, and it's had, I can see that it's had a fair bit of specking already, on the uh, on the fixed odds, uh, so a good cup race there at Wangaratta this afternoon. So that's race
0: seven, number one, Man Mancayen for the Wangaratta Cup today, and you like anything at Shep tonight, yeah, just real
1: quickly? Yeah, there's two good races there tonight. We've got the Shepherd and Classic and the Matchmakers races six and eight. Aston Honey's going to be awfully hard to beat in the Matchmakers. I do like One Trick Pony. Uh, I think she's a nice type, and I think Box Seven might suit her. Uh, and if you're only going to watch one dog race tonight, watch race eight, the Shepherd and Classic. This guy is absolutely flying. He went so quickly last week on Monday night, uh, rejuvenates the dog number six. He is a rare talent and uh, he should be winning that final tonight. No worries, Dan. That's a wrap for Square Gators. If you have enjoyed the show,
0: then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.